attention. Everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for KCOU, The Unwritten Rule, a comedic sports show from the heart of Missouri. Alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren, here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Attention. Thank you. Thank you, Bot. <laughs> he, wanted to, he wanted to go again. That's how excited <laughs> it was to reintroduce the show. Uh, I felt bad last week because I wasn't on the show last week, and, you know, it, it, we had debuted our, our little intro, and it, you know, it said I was hosting it, and, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't there, so I felt bad. So, happy to be back in the studio. Of course, this is the unwritten rule. Welcome, everybody. We hope everyone's having a great Friday. Jack Knowlton, Peyton Averman, Kenny Van Doren, guys, how have you been? I'm happy to be back. Uh, yeah, we're happy to have you back, you Thank know. You. The show went well last week, wouldn't you say, Kenny, but, you know... It's always better when all three of us are here. I agree. You know, it just it makes things go a lot better. Uh, also, I'm very I'm sick. <laughs> that's why uh, you sound like a seven a year old smoker. Yeah, <laughs> so that's why I sound absolutely Good horrible. Uh, before um, we start the show, so yeah. our text line is five seven three five five seven five one three four five seven three five five seven five one three four. Text us anything. We actually do have a text that just came in. Probably from a troll. Yeah. Do you think all Barbies belong in an oven or just some of them, Pedro? <laughs> what? Well, you put the shrimp on the Barbie. I would say. <laughs> that wasn't even a good accent. It's kind of a bad. mixture of Australian and. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Just That's a good question, you know, a uh, valid question. Uh, it doesn't seem very related. This is unfortunately a sports show. Our so phone number is five seven three five five seven five one three four. Yes, I always tweet the. That's the second tweet it again. You need to I let him finish it. saying the yeah, number so before no. you say tweet it, so we people hear what the number is. That's five, twice in a row where I hear five seven three five five two. Did you tweet, tweet it? Tweet it. Tweet it. <laughs> tweet it. Okay, everyone. Shh. <laughs> five seven three five five seven five one three four five seven three five five seven five one three four. Welcome back. Welcome. Ah, uh, thank you. Happy to be back. Uh, yeah. I listened. Um, thanks again to Patrick Creighton. Uh, he sounded really good. I, I I loved his rant about the the Mets. I tweeted it out as like a little sound bite. I thought that was hilarious. He was and, a uh, very good guest. Yeah, you guys sounded good. Who was on the the? I was on the board. Kenny was, You're, on, the Kenny board. was on the board. I'm sorry, I did not start the archi- archive in time. Oh, I waited it's okay. a few minutes. Totally forgot. Got everything correct except that. We've all been there. We've all been there. That's it what happens. we call a botch, Kenny. It's all right. I had to do it because Peyton's too lazy. And he didn't want to get out of his chair. Come Look on, Peyton. You volunteered to do it. All right, let's jump into this. Peyton. I agree. Give us your first reaction from the Central Michigan-Mizzou game from last Saturday. I had a segue planned for this. Was oh, do your oh, segue. Yeah. Do your segue. You know, Nolan, you know, nah, this wasn't the only thing you missed last week. Mizzou Central <laughs> that Michigan. That was a segue. Uh, but no. Um, so I was, I've been uh, quite bullish on this Mizzou team. I think it's a very talented squad. Uh, I do really believe they can win nine games this year. Is all what I said before last week happened. I'm this Central Michigan game. Yes, they wound up winning by ten. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Central Michigan's definitely an upper tier MAC team. Uh, they're they've, I think, just two years ago they were in the MAC championship under Jim McElwain. But Jim McElwain wasn't even coaching. It was they oh, were down right. a they primary the... head coach. And this, I mean, my God, this game was just a massive letdown for me. Was he not coaching because of what he did to that shark? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. We can't say on air what he did to it. Oh boy! Um, but no, no, he wasn't coaching because <laughs> no, he, he had appendicitis. Yeah, he had appendicitis. But um, so yeah, that was a massive letdown for me because while Mizzou, I will say this: 
Their secondary uh, looked fantastic. Ennis Rakestraw, after the first series of the game where he just got absolutely worked, was locked down. A Caleb Evans look, just stood out every drive. They could not throw on a Caleb Evans whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, I was impressed by the rotation um, at nickel between Allie Green and uh, Abrams Drain. Uh, the safeties, the, this was a big thing as well. Sean Robinson looked good from the safety position. He had a sack. Uh, Dylan Carley's, I believe is his name, right? Our starting free safety. Yeah. Yeah. Who, for this year. He came in the second half, and it was a completely different defense. Uh, there was a stat um, that Mizzou gave up 300 yards of offense to Central Michigan in the first half. 300 that's, and a half. That's pretty bad. But Carly's came in, and it got a lot better. I believe they held them to under 200 yards. Um, so maybe that's the key for Mizzou's defense to not look so terrible. But, I mean, there were just missed tackles galore. Yes, they were getting a ton of sacks, but the D-line could not stand up against the run at all. Uh, and that's very concerning because this was not a central Michigan team that is like has a star running back that everyone knows. Where, but in the SEC, there's a lot of good running backs in the SEC. So Mizzou has a lot of work to do defensively. I was not impressed by that game whatsoever. Tyler Beatty did impress me. Yeah, I was going to say he looked really good. But the O-line sucked. Uh, Basilak was fine. He didn't wow me. Basilak wowed me in comparison to the other quarterback I was rooting for on Saturday. So Fair enough. Graham Mertz was uh I would like bad. to point out that Ish Burdine did not play like – more than like two snaps because in the second half. Because we watched Ish Burdine get absolutely <laughs> oh, yeah. destroyed is not on a series. Fan. We, no, neither am I. I tweeted yeah. I wanted Ish Burdine to take the NFL I, draft. I, I was going to say he's I've the one with the draft podium, right? I had it with Ish Burdine. Do not let this dude touch the field. He's not even going to see the Canadian draft. Oh, stand. no. Ish Burdine might have a future in Italian football at best. <laughs> Ish Burdine German. is terrible. Germany is the... The country with is football. That, is that like the third? Whatever. Yeah. The point the is, level. he's not playing on our soil. Um, okay. <laughs> he's not. Ish Burdine, sorry yeah. to say, if you're listening. I uh, not. I'm not sorry to say. But, uh, yeah, it was overall a pretty underwhelming effort for me. Yeah, I was, I mean, I didn't watch a ton of this game. I actually listened to a lot of it on KCOU, where you can listen to every single Mizzou football game, by the way. Um, but I, I did... Turn it on right at the beginning, of course, when they had that first play, which was like a 70-yard reception, right? Um, which then I thought, oh, this is the the Eli Drinkwitz team that he's wanted to have where they do these, like, flare plays and they look, you know, like they have a lot of options, you know, in their passing attack. And then I just kept checking the score, and I'm like, they have not scored since that opening drive where it took two plays. Yeah, they, they just looked just, I don't know why, stagnant. I don't know why Mookie Cooper was just the, yeah, handoffs. The game like just, plan was strange. Like um I thought he was hurt. No, Mookie he Cooper did I say I know he played, but like they, it was like a game time decision. They so were maybe not, maybe they were trying to protect yeah, him a little bit. That's what he Mookie all Cooper screens. said yesterday. Okay. He said they, they weren't comfortable enough to use him on deep throws. But at that point you were handicapping your offense yeah. because Mookie Cooper is a phenomenal talent. Like as you could tell, just like he would, he's very shifty. He's able to shed tackles like crazy. You see the borderline five star talent there. I mean, he had four receptions, so clearly Basilak likes throwing to him, even oh, yeah. as even just, even if he was limited. They need to use him for real plays, yeah, and not just bubble screens. 
Agreed. Oh. Um, <laughs> we get it. You're sick. Now shut up. Good lord. Um, it's fine. Well, Mizzou do travel to Kentucky this weekend for their second game of the season against a definitely harder opponent. Um, in the Kentucky Wildcats. Again, you can listen to that on KCOU. Um, what do you guys think based on the Central Michigan game? I mean, are are you then Peyton? It seems to seems to me you are for sure. Are you pretty nervous then for Mizzou on the road against Kentucky? I feel worse about this game than I did before the Central Michigan game. I still have a hard time believing Kentucky is legit uh, just because they threw a bunch of times against UL Monroe. Everyone's like, oh, they're a mid-major yeah. just like uh, Central Michigan. These are two different programs. Yeah, okay. I was like, UNL Monroe didn't win a game last year, and if they did, yeah. it was only one. Yeah, that's what it's that's what people were program. saying. Where they're like, I don't care who it was against. Kentucky's offense is really good. I'm like, I, it, it's a totally new offense. I can if, promise I think, you, Will Levis is not yeah. throwing for 400 yards and against, four Mizzou, yeah. against Mizzou. I, I feel like too in college football. Like the discrepancy is so much bigger between like teams that are mid majors. Like there's a lot of very good mid majors, and there's UL Monroe. Yeah, so, UL Monroe is bad. Well, yeah. when your own coach says that they're not going to be ready against Kentucky, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good sign that Mizzou is probably not going to win this game. Yeah, I, I, unless Elijah Drinkwitz is just messing with the competition's head. Yeah, then I I just don't think Mizzou's going to win this game. I don't think if Kentucky has such a great air attack against a pretty depleted secondary like we saw against central michigan Mm -hmm. yeah um we'll have to see because i still i don't think mizzou's gonna win this game anymore i have a hard time believing this is like a sure kentucky win though yeah i think it's just gonna be a good game i mean i think these are two pretty evenly matched teams um i think um oh what was i gonna say i just lost my train of thought for a second oh it was um I know this was more a Barry Odom problem, but I still get really worried about Mizzou on the road. Like, for me, Mizzou on the road could lose to a Kentucky or even, like, a like a Tennessee. But when they're at home, I feel like, because I know they're playing Texas A&M at home, I feel like they have a chance to beat Texas A&M. Well, I, do, I do think Mizzou is still that much different. Playing on the road in college in general is just tough. tough yeah. atmosphere. I mean, Kentucky, to me, I still think Mizzou is more talented than yeah. It's going to be about the defense. Like, can we at least limit well Will Levis, Will Levis, whatever it is, from throwing like he did against UL Monroe? Yeah. Kentucky is currently um, favored by five right now against Mizzou. So we'll have to see. Um, Kenny, you have any other final thoughts before we send it to a quick break? Um, could we do a game prediction? Sure. Score prediction? Score prediction. Let's hear it. Uh, give me... 42. 42? 42? Yeah. Either one of these teams is scoring 42 points. 42-31. Give me it. 42-31 Kentucky. Payton, you got one? I'm going to go Kentucky. Kentucky 31, Mizzou 27. Ow. I don't think Mizzou wins this I have a weird feeling it's going to be low score. I'm going to go 24-16 Mizzou wins on the road. I, I really, if Mizzou wins this game on the road... I'm back on the okay. Is Mookie Cooper gonna? Has he been he's, cleared? Is he yeah, gonna like gonna fully back back? Twenty four sixteen. Mizzou gets the win on the road. That's Hopefully my prediction. Hopefully they air it out to Mookie Cooper more. I would like to see him. He's so talented. They need to get him involved more. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, we're gonna take it to a quick break. We'll obviously see you next week when 
that game happens. We'll recap it, obviously. But that'll do it for a little Mizzou football segment. When we come back, we're going to get into KCOU's unwritten quick hits, talking about Thursday night football and a little bit about the Baltimore Ravens. Don't miss it. You are listening to The Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. A delicious power breakfast. Great way to start the day. I'm Brandon Anthony. And I'm Keegan Hartman. Make sure to tune in every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. to listen to me. And me on our new show, Breakfast of Champions. Here on KCOU Sports, KCOU 88.1 FM. Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck for Dave2037 so he can buy anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. What are you getting Steve2037? Steve2037 will be just fine. Okay, but don't expect to borrow my anti-gravity boots. Save something for the future. Put away a few bucks. Feel like a million bucks. For free ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Imagine a friend has just told you they were diagnosed with a mental illness. What would you do? Awkward, isn't it? But what's even more awkward is, if you're not there for them, they'll be less likely to recover. Mental illness. What a difference a friend makes. To learn more, go to whatadifference.org. This message is brought to you by the Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Play. Play. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Welcome, welcome back, everybody. The Unwritten Rule here on KCOU 88.1 FM. Guys, the NFL season got fully underway on Thursday night. With we made it before the, that, before that, before that, before that. Let's go to the text line. Oh, we have to. Oh, sorry. Five seven three five five seven five one three four. Text us whatever you want want us to say, and we'll say it. We'll say it. I can't. Well, uh, well at Peyton, Zach says you got a package. Came a in literal the mail. Amazon. Yeah, package. Amazon package. It oh, came in. There you go. Got something Wait, in the mail. Did you Thank order you. the Harrison Mevis shirt too? No, I can't say that. <laughs> I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I actually uh, have received cold medicine from my father. Oh, very nice. All right. uh, Peyton, next question. Why are you unvaccinated? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm actually a very not... vaccinated individual. Thank you. <laughs> but the vaccination does not protect me from the cold. Um, right. Jack's dad said, all right, all right, all right. Oh, hi, dad. <laughs> who text, Who asked if I was unvaccinated? Pretty sure that's Sobel. Um, of course it was. IU and Mizzou so will play cool. in a bowl game, and they will try to out-disappoint each other's fan bases the whole time. That's a Are we talking text. Illinois? Huh? Oh, that, wait, no, is that IU? Like Indiana. Indiana? You, I'm pretty sure I know who this is. Bednarak. It's Bednarak, yeah. Because he wanted us. He wanted wanted uh, Mizzou and IU to play each other last year. I'm surprised we didn't wind up getting in a bowl game with them. IU was a lot spread. better than... Mizzou, I think, yeah, had that the out- I think Mizzou had the Outback Bowl, and they chose Because the- it was closer. Yeah, they chose the Music City Bowl. Because they got closer. to choose. Who did they play again? We they didn't play anyone. Play oh, that's Iowa. right. That's right. It got because oh Iowa. That's right. And it got canceled. Here, there's a fun thing to wonder: Would Mizzou have won that game? No. I really think they would have. Next, next uh, uh, guest text line. Uh, text line says: Is Jack single? <laughs> um, uh, are you? No comment. No comment. <laughs> oh, scandalous! I don't. Who asked I don't that? Know. 
I was trying to think of something Fine. clever. <laughs> I was trying to think of something clever, but I couldn't. I couldn't come up with anything. Anyways, um, yeah, Thursday night football. The NFL season started. Did you guys do? I I've been I haven't been into the NFL as much like lately, but I do a lot of fantasy football. Are you guys doing a lot of fantasy football this year? Oh yeah, year? I'm in like three or four leagues every year. Um, I tell myself, let's not do. More than four leagues. You always do. I'm it. in six leagues this year. <laughs> That's better than last year. I was in nine last year. Nine, nine leagues. Oh my god. How do you I keep up? up with that? I didn't. That was yeah. the thing. After like week three, I'm just like, there's so many injuries. Yeah. There's so many different players on each team. Which team do I? Which team do I want to? You know, mess with more. Well, my segue with that was. Uh, I also, since I've done fantasy this year, my fantasy quarterback was in action last night. Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. Um, hopefully no one roasts me for taking Dak Prescott. I thought it would be a smart pick. but And he played really well. What's up, numbers? Um, he played really well. But the Buccaneers, the defending Super Bowl champions, were able to get their campaign um, under or off to a pretty good start, getting the win over the Cowboys uh, 39, or 31, 31 to 29. Wow, numbers. Yep. Um, yeah, Dak Prescott, 403 yards, three touchdowns. Tom Brady, 379 yards, four touchdowns. Looked just as good as he has yep. been. Those two interceptions weren't even his fault. Yeah, two just two picks. Um, Ezekiel Elliott and Leonard Fournette both didn't really do anything. Um, Amari Cooper was good for the Cowboys, 139 receiving yards, two touchdowns. Antonio Brown, 121 yards and a touchdown. What are the um, odds he lasts to week two, though? I, I think pretty good this time. Yeah, I feel like has he he hasn't gotten. No, that's a joke because the last time he played well in his first week with the team, he got oh got cut. Yeah. Um, you know but, who didn't play well last night? Mike Evans. Mike Evans did not play very well. He last did not. Night. Did. Oh one yeah. Three receptions. You're right, Peyton. Yeah, go ahead. Twenty-four go ahead. yards, just an absolutely abysmal drop. I mean, it hit him right in the hands. He was like, "Oh, I didn't think it, the what, ball was going to reach me." What? What? What is your uh, title for Mike Evans when? He is a six foot five accountant. <laughs> I like that he knew how many receptions and yards he had. He's not even looking at his computer. He has that nope. memorized. I have three receptions, twenty four yards, right in my brain. What was his? Uh, night, what was his longest reception? Uh, Ten yards. That's right. <laughs> uh, last night was absolutely proof that at his very peak, when the Bucks' offense is rolling like it really should be, Bucks are a basketball team. Whatever. Sorry. Poly. <laughs> I have to promise myself I won't do that that much um, this year. It's fine. I did it a lot last year. Go it's, ahead. A, it's tradition. Um, yeah. At the his ver- at when the Bucks offense is at its very best, M- Mike Evans is the fourth option on this team. Hey, what are, what are yeah, you doing over there, pal? <laughs> that was pretty. Uh, I, hear that? I hope everyone yeah, heard, I that. Everybody heard that. that. That was an ad for Pepsi. No, um, it was not. We the one thing sponsored. I would say is CD Lamb got so many targets. CD Lamb, yeah. I mean, he had two he, drops in like the first half. He had eight all last season. He's on pace to break. He that. was also at fault for Dak's one interception. Because he, he went even... alligator arms when he reached out to catch it. He also it and threw then... in triple coverage. It was a bad Well, CeeDee Lamb should have caught I, I, it. I get That's it. hit him in the hands. Thing. Everyone thought Dak had, like, an immaculate game. Dak was I didn't pretty think up he and did. down. I didn't think he did, honestly. He just threw for a lot of yeah, yards. Dak was up and down to me. Granted, they had him throw 60 times coming off in a brutal, brutal, I believe it was his ankle, right? Yeah. Um, And I'm not complaining about how Dak looked. I mean, they still basically... He did all he could to win that game. Yeah. Uh, and he had just come off a, de- a horrible, horrible injury. So, all things considered, it was probably a successful night. Oh, but no doubt. But Dak was up and down. I, I mean, did, there yeah. were stretches where he looked 
completely very good and like he had never missed a beat but there were yeah. other times where he was just he looked a little lost to but me. hey the only thing that matters he got a lot of yards and touchdowns and what does that equate to fantasy, fantasy points, points. Um, precisely michael gallup out three to five weeks oh yeah he's gonna love chicago injury. next year um who's gonna pick up his yards cedric wilson Dalton Sh- Dalton Schultz. I've I've that's another Dalton person. Schultz. That's their uh, uh, tight end. Yeah. yeah, that's another person Dak was looking at a lot last night. Six receptions, forty-five yards. Very solid night. Nice. I mean, that's ten point five fantasy Gronk, points. Baby. Gronk looked pretty good for the uh, Buccaneers too. Gronk was getting fed. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Had so Gronk? many so many fantasy teams where Gronk was just chilling on my bench. Yeah. With his like forty points. Yeah. Looked like Gronk. Just a shame. Gronk of old. Yeah, Brady I mean, was feeding him. I feel like, yeah, a fan in terms of going back to fantasy, I feel like it's a mistake. I, you know, to not pick up Gronk Loki when he has Tom Brady, who's so confident in him and will feed him like he did in this game. I mean, Brady was really like tossing the ball pretty far around. I mean, other than Mike Evans, I mean, Godwin had a good night. Other than the terrible fumble, also that was PI on that last drive. Oh, that's that was a good OPI. Debate. That was OPI. The thing about that we can also say about that. Vita Vea, who still oh had goodness. a monster night, was being held about every play because yeah. that's just all the Cowboys could it, do. It made me sad because I had to watch um, the Cowboys center, Tyler, I think it's Biadez or Biadez. Uh, Tyler Biadez went to Wisconsin mm-hmm. and he was just getting eaten alive by Vita Vea. <laughs> Vita Vea was just killing him. He had an injury last year that kept him out. Vita Vea? Yeah. He played most of last year. Or no, he didn't. No, he was Yeah, injured. he was hurt for a while. Vita Vea. Yeah, when Vita Vea is healthy, he is quite possibly the best DT in football. He is a um, monster. Vince Wilfork would like a word. I'm sure Vince Aaron Donald Wilfork would like a word. Still, oh wait, yeah, okay, never mind. Uh, uh, Aaron Donald hey, is better. If it's Aaron Donald and Eric Ebron in a draft, I'm taking Eric Ebron. Okay. Ten times out of ten. Nice reference. That no good reference. Understand. My finger is hovering over his mic mute button after that egregious no, comment. Real. We I got mean, a message. Bark, 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 bark. I just want to trolley, trolley, trolley with a side of ranch. All right, go. What are you saying? That's probably okay. Brandon. Um, I don't know who it is, but I think it's Sobel. <laughs> no shot. Um, but yeah, overall, An- Antonio Brown had a fantastic night. Um. And well, I will. It was like, a good. It was a good return to football. It was, it was a, good, a game. good game. I didn't think. I feel like opening games are sometimes kind of bad because yeah, it's the, the first ones. Terrible. Yeah. Um. But good game for good. everyone except for Greg the leg. He yeah, struggled. Greg's, but Greg Zerline, I mean, he saved his job. He had. He uh, did. He had the go-ahead kick. Um, but if he didn't miss. And one of those kit, like the sixty-yard field goal. Okay. I mean, yeah, that one Mike was McCarthy too was far. Like, hmm, but if he doesn't he miss from thirty-one, let's see what he can do from. 60. If he doesn't miss that thirty-one-yard field goal, they win. That's true. Yeah. But, I mean, but despite the, even though they lost, I don't think the Cowboys can be too like down. I mean, yes, they lost Michael Gallup. That was probably the worst thing you can take away from this game. I mean, the Buccaneers are good, and you know they only lost because Tom Brady, you know, led a pretty good drive, a very good drive at the end of that game. I mean, that was about as predictable as a yeah. I like, really was like, kinda, I, I was like, ah, there's still time on the clock. The Buccaneers are going to win this game. Yeah. Um, oh well, Lyle Collins, the Cowboys suspended. starting tackle, was just suspended five games. Oh, was he the one that, like, swung at... <laughs> no, he got suspended for uh, violating the drug policy. Oh, that's unfortunate. There was a... I thought there was a Cowboys player that... There was something. I don't a, think they got flagged, though. They didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but are you guys, I guess we can, you know, give lead this into a prelude for Sunday. Are you guys excited for Sunday? I guess, Peyton, for you, mostly Sunday night? No. 
But, no. I mean, I'm happy football's back. I'm going to love all the games. I'm just going to watch the Bears game and, like, what I'm, what I'm kind of just suspended, like, feelings. I really am not going to. It's not about this year. You want to hear my take about the Bears? Sure. Andy Dalton. He's going to start that game. Yeah. He's going to go two quarters. Oh, my God. He's said this all week. Guess who went two quarters in their first game of the season? Tom Savage. Who replaced Tom Savage? Deshaun Deshaun Watson. Watson. Deshaun Watson. Hmm. Oh, you think? Oh. I'm calling that. They're going to get. Difference is, this is primetime in front of the whole world, and it's against a much better defense. Also, wasn't Deshaun Watson already on the team? He was. So is he's not Justin on the team. Fields. Justin Fields is on. Oh, you're Justin saying Justin Fields, 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 Fields is Fields was oh, taken. I thought he was saying they're going to get Justin Fields Deshaun was Watson. taken like, in the uh, mid no. of the first round. Real prediction, yeah. and this is what I honestly hope happens. I hope Dalton starts until like week 17. I I I'm in agreement with that. I feel like I, if there is absolutely nothing for the Bears to gain right now from by putting, throwing Fields behind quite possibly I feel like the it would, worst O line in football. I feel like it would just be like Joe Burrow. They're going, but yeah. they had to. They had to play Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow was the number one overall pick. They don't have to play Fields. They didn't get him number one overall. No, they I mean, don't have there's to not play that Fields pressure there. But Joe Burrow got destroyed when he. At the very least, I hope that the they at least get the O line because Tevin Jenkins, who was supposed to be the Bears' starting left tackle, is out oh, okay. for a while. Uh, so I at least hope that that was a good draft pick, by the way. Not right now. I mean, it sure not right now it like isn't, it. But as a player, Tevin Jenkins yeah. is an absolute monster, but he is a bad back. Mm-hmm. So right now they have a geriatric 40-year-old fossil at oh left tackle in Jason Peters. Oh, my gosh. He's still Jermaine, playing? Yes. I remember him. One of the worst tackles in NFL history, Jermaine Effetti at right tackle. Oh, yeah. There is, is no bad. reason to start fields right now. Gotcha. Oh, I, I will say. So you're just saying take it all out on the. Yes. On the redhead. As well Wait, what's, as, what's his nickname? Red Rifle. Red, red, yeah, rifle. red Rifle. I feel bad for rifle. Andy Dalton because he, he's been dealt he a bad He has a family, hand. Peyton. I like Andy Dalton. He's He was at his, at, I did at his like, peak. He's a top 10 quarterback. Some of those league. Andy Dalton uh, Bengals years were fun. Yeah, with, AJ, fun. Green with AJ Green and everyone. But, I mean, it just I don't see it really going well for the Bears or Dalton this year. I don't see it going well for the Bears no matter who's at QB. I don't see it going well for the Bears or anyone else standing in the way of the L.A. Rams this season. I think I, you two have probably already know. I know I've broadcast this take before. I have picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl this year. I do not think they win the Super Bowl. If I was picking a Super Bowl today, I'd probably go Chiefs-Rams. There you go. I just Didn't think, you just say that they weren't going to make it? Yeah. I said they weren't going to win it. Oh, okay. I, I will say if they play, the Chiefs are going to struggle. But my, going back to this game, Aaron Donald is just scary. I can't imagine how it would feel to be a quarterback Quite knowing possibly he's— possibly the best defensive player ever. Yeah. I mean— J.J. Watt would like a word. And— um, J.J. Watt at his peak could not handle—could not hold a candle to Aaron Donald. What's the guy in the Giants' name? Lawrence Taylor, that guy. Taylor, who was aided by, uh, let's call them, <laughs> who was aided by some performance enhancing. Fruits, fr- oh, oh, he was, no, 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 he was eating his fruits and vegetables. Right. Yeah. Through his nose. Oh, I thought, oh, <laughs> I thought you were just talking yeah. about like steroids. Oh. Well. That's my nickname they for were, steroids. They were, essentially. Oh. Oh, yeah, he, never mind. I know about this. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Aaron yeah, Donald's I mean, not. So Bears Bears Rams is the uh, primetime game on Sunday night. For some reason. Any other any other what are what are some other good games that you guys are are guess like keeping your eye on? Texans Jaguars. Uh, are you kidding me? 
Y'all do not understand. Texans are going to go 500 this year. Oh, my year. gosh. They're going to go 500. They're going to go one I game above 500. I can't believe you just said that. Can you stop coughing while I'm trying to talk? Oh, I, think, I think Browns-Chiefs will be a fun game. Rematch that should have been the Sunday night yeah, game. Rematch of the um, Yeah, because Cleveland has such a big market, Peyton. Hey, Cleveland's I a great I can tell city. you Baker Mayfield versus Patrick Mahomes on Sunday night would have sold. Yeah, I mean, Colts that's... Seahawks should be a decent enough game. It's going to sell ah. either way. Seattle's football. Seattle does have. Uh, they. I don't know if y'all me. saw this. Seattle signed uh, Mark Vidal, who was on the Baylor Bears national championship basketball I team did this see week. That. Yeah. You know um, the Cowboys a few years ago drafted Rico uh, Gathers. Yeah, oh yeah, Baylor basketball player. Yeah, the Colts also have uh, Mo Ali Cox, who played basketball at VCU for a while. Yep. Um, I was just laughing at that because I Mark Vidal. Like, I picked Baylor to win the national championship, like, preseason, and Mark Vidal was my favorite player on that team. And then all these stories came out about him playing football, which I just thought was funny. Um, our last quick hit before we go to break. Oh, we didn't do the quick. You got to. This was the quick hits. Yeah. So this is. Did we cover all three of them? We no, didn't we announce it. The second one was the Ravens running back room. Right. Now, all I three have... of their running backs coming into, coming into the preseason are out for the year. I want you to tell me who is their backup running back right now, according to ESPN. Le'Veon Bell. No, Le'Veon Bell's not on the on the roster. Lamar yet. Jackson. No. Okay, oh. <laughs> I don't think they have one. Do they yeah, have they just do. one? Do you know this guy? I did not know he still played football. Oh. So, oh, is so it Ty Montgomery? Him too? No. What'd oh. you say? So I would. Former I would Raider. Too. You would know him. Former, He's a former oh, Raider. Um. Oh, what's his name? What's his name? Darren McFadden? No. Oh, no. Darren McFadden's probably no. like forty years old. <laughs> yeah, Darren McFadden is ancient. Dang, uh, I thought I got that. Who? Latavius Murray. <laughs> oh, they did just sign Latavius Murray. Yeah, I forgot out. about that. Dude had like And they have one... Devontae Freeman and uh, Le'Veon Bell on their practice squad. Yeah, it's Tyson Williams, Latavius Murray, and then Trenton Cannon are the three right now. Latavius Murray Trenton really had Cannon, like wow. two good seasons. They have so many players on IR. One. This is unbelievable. Well, yeah, they had a, their cornerback got hurt in that practice Marcus too, Peters, right? yeah. Brutal. Do you think They're they'll be good then? Still? Yes. Regardless, well, they have the best running back in the league. <laughs> That's what uh, my dad will say, appreciate that you said Lamar that. My Lamar Jackson pick in fantasy is gonna go crazy. Yeah, for stats, no doubt. Oof. But three, they losing three your top three running backs. Are they in the still without? Such a brutal do they still not have a very good wide receiver? Uh Rashad Bateman should be good, but he's hurt. Yeah, um, they have Hollywood Brown. He's okay. Bad. Um, Willie Sneed is gone. Uh, I'm not hearing any names that. Yeah, there's not make a lot there. Hyped to yeah. Mark Andrews is there. Oh, cool. Mark Andrews is a good. He's, tight end. he's not very good. He's good. He's Hollywood fine, Brown I is. Um, I think fast. Hollywood Brown is. Yeah, he's fast. He's a he's a big play um, guy. He runs in a straight line catches, very well. He catches the <laughs> ball if he's open. <laughs> there you go. Sometimes. There you go. Um, yeah, I think. Oh, you said Colts Seahawks. That'll be an interesting game. Oh, Jonathan Taylor's going to lead the league in rushing this year. That's another prediction I have. Uh, we'll see. Bold prediction. He might have to. He might have to. They did. They have a good running back room though. The Colts. Do you guys have any like outside, outside shouts for like a deep playoff or Super Bowl run? Texans. Preseason. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. If I'm if I'm Tyler, I'm going to say the Jaguars, but I'm not Tyler. <laughs> Um, Both of those teams. That division is awful. If I had a sleeper pick to like make a deep playoff run, yeah, it'd be... I'd, I'd have. Can to I can it. I plant one for you? What? The Chargers. That would be interesting if Herbert makes a leap. Yeah. Um, I would still say 
the Seahawks. Really? The because Seahawks are contenders for the playoffs already. Yeah, but nobody, uh, <laughs> nobody is thinking they're going to make a deep run. You are, you're darn tootin'. No one's going to think they're going to make a deep playoff run. I'm one of those people. I 100% believe in Russell Wilson and the rest of that offense. I mean, I do too. It's just like their offensive line isn't very good. Their defense is bad. They won a Super Bowl with the worst offensive line in the league. That, yeah, but they had Marshawn Lynch. They don't have Marshawn Lynch anymore. They have Chris Carson, who's, like, fine. Chris but Carson's good. They have Russell Wilson, they do who's have, now very they good. They do have Lockett and DK, which is a pretty good one-two for wide receivers. I don't know. Their division is just so good that I get worried about. Um, that is a stacked division, yeah. I agree. But they, they'll have to hope the Cardinals underperform. They'll have to hope the 49ers kind of underperform or don't stay healthy again. Um, yeah, the Seahawks could be interesting. I do like the Chargers, like you said, with Herbert. I think he could. he's due for a leap. Could be interesting. Um, we have anything else? Any other football takes? Nothing? Who's going to win the MVP? Josh Allen. Um, okay. That's a good shout. Um, I got, oh, Matthew Stafford. I like that's that. That's another good one. That's, write that, write those down. I'm doing, I'm doing this again. You're sitting in front of a computer. I'm doing this so again. You. <laughs> Russell Wilson will finally win MVP. Ah, uh, this just false hope. I'm going to say that through the first three weeks. Just and then false After hope. eight weeks, I'm going to look like a genius. Oh, if I can we'll say a, can if I can say a Wisconsin Badger QB won an MVP in the NFL, I'll be very happy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a Badger QB, not a whatever school he went before. That cone. NC State. Don't say that name. Go Pack. <laughs> Go Pack. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll, that howling signals the end of our next segment. When we come back, uh, we're gonna bring our special guest on and talk a little bit of NHL and. Um, Make some, I think, I think some weak NFL picks. So don't miss it. You're listening to the Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. Look at me, busy as a bee. Where'd I get all this energy? Oh man, mm, man. I don't sleep and I don't eat, but I've got the cleanest house on the street. Oh man, mm, man. Get these hairs all out of my face. Get these bugs all out of my place. One more hit. No time to waste. Oh, meth. Oh, meth. Tune in to High and Tight with me and my co-host, Logan Perone, as we catch you up on the latest signings, trades, news, scores, and highlights from around America's pastime. Every Sunday at 11 a.m. on the 88.1 FM stream and on our website, KCU.FM on the Blue Box. If you're interested in building a great career, the Missouri Army National Guard is interested in you. The Guard will pay you to train for a wide range of jobs, such as engineering, combat arms, logistics, transportation, and military police. The skills you'll learn are needed in the Guard and are in high demand in the civilian job market. Plus, you may be eligible for a $20,000 bonus and student loan repayment. Visit NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard, aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association in this station. The Unread Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. We're going to dive into our last segment, I suppose, here, so to speak. We're, we're talking about a, a couple things. Hockey, I think some baseball. Um, but first, we're, of course, going to bring 
uh, a special guest on. He's making his it's third, right? Third appearance on the Unwritten Rule. This would be number three for third Mr. appearance Keating. for our good friend Griffin Geving, because Peyton doesn't sure, pronounce Gavin, his name right. Giving. Griffin, how are you? Good to see you again. Uh great to be back. You know, yeah, uh, it felt like forever this summer. Oh yeah. When when was the last time he was on? Was it he was on during the summer? The summer yeah. He was on during the yeah. summer. That's right during the play the like playoffs. The to last show or he called in from his car. That's right. In, uh, That's right. Lot. He was about to go play some hockey. I remember. <laughs> I remember seeing that. Uh, Griffin, how have you been? Are you still up in? Is it Duluth? Yeah, I'm in Duluth this semester, and then I, uh, I'm going to be heading out to Colorado State out in the Ram. Mountain West. Nice. Uh, for my second semester. Nice. Well, uh, we're happy to have you on, Peyton. What are we diving into first? So. Mr. Geving, uh, well, the NHL offseason's pretty much uh, been wrapped up by now. Uh, preseason started last night, right? Something uh, happened. Preseason hockey? No, development camps oh, that's, are, are getting yeah. underway. It, well, there is hockey this month, so I do know that much. But uh, recently, uh, the uh, quite possibly the best troll job I've seen uh, by an NHL team occurred Jesperi Kotkaniemi? I'm pretty sure that's... Kotkaniemi. Whatever. I think it's Kotkaniemi. Yeah. Uh, He signed in a $6.1 million offer sheet with the Hurricanes. They signed him to the whole uh, $20 signing bonus thing because of Ajo. Uh, I mean, what was your, like, reaction to that? Because I remember, like, being, like, thinking it was hilarious. A really good job. Initially, I... I had two reactions to it. The first one was, of course, they'd offer sheet. Of course, they'd offer sheet someone. You know, uh, we all know back in 2019, um, Montreal offer sheeted Sebastian Ajo for, uh, I want to say it was five years, 42 million, it's which pretty, I think would have been a steal for Montreal. Mm-hmm. But um, obviously, Carolina matches. And now they come back in 2021 and offer sheet uh, a young Canadian. And this time, they do the troll job, the $20 signing bonus. But they drop what I think was a little too much money on a uh, on a young player. Yeah. I mean, Kakeniemi, uh, uh, he got scratched for a lot of their playoff run. It was more of just, I'm pretty sure it's like strictly a troll job by them. But it led to the Canadians giving up a... First and I believe a third for Christian Dvorak, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, was it a first and third? Like I think it might have just been a first. Was it just a first? Trade. It was a, got the first and the third for the compensation. That's what, um, yeah. And they gave up a first for Dvorak. Uh, what did yeah, you think of Christian, that? Christian Dvorak, I think, is a pretty good player. He's going to fit in pretty well with Montreal's system. He's, uh, he's, he's going to be a second-line player, I think. Is his most uh, most effective role. Mm-hmm. He's got a higher upside, I think, than Kokinemi right now. As of right now, obviously, I think he has a higher upside from what we've seen so far. He's good, not great, but um, I think that Montreal upgraded strictly player wise. That's a that's a fair. I mean, I still like. I was surprised. Like a first felt like a lot to me, but I don't. Uh, maybe that works out for them. Uh, it just—it's interesting. Uh, Montreal has had such a tumultuous off season. Their first round pick—I mean, the amount of flack they took for that 
rightfully so. Uh, it's just been kind of a mess. But, uh, I mean, our team's uh, off-seasons, mine in particular, the Blackhawks uh, had quite the off-season. Uh, Eventful, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> what did they do? Seth Jones trade, uh, we traded quite literally a defenseman who was better than Seth Jones already, Adam Bockfist, for him, uh, along with some draft picks. And then we signed him to, what was it, eight by nine? Eight by nine and a half, I think. Eight by nine and a half, just a ridiculous contract. I was legitimately floored. Like, what did you think of that? Because I thought it was the worst trade I had ever seen. So I, I want to preface this by saying that first of all, Chicago last season was just the epitome of mediocrity. They went 24, 25 and seven. They were, so they were just barely under 500, but they decided that their offseason like marquee edition was going to be Seth Jones of all players. They chose Seth Jones, who has some of the worst underlying numbers among NHL defensemen right now. Uh, that are like playing big minutes. And okay, the fact that they but he, are, lead, he leads the can... league in X grit and expected <laughs> yeah. team leader. He, he has his expected uh, team his, leader, his expected grit, and <laughs> it's off the charts. How but... much grit you're supposed to have in the game? <laughs> mm-hmm. I just cannot see a world where a Seth Jones thrives in his role in Chicago, or B he like lives up to this value of this contract for all eight years. I don't oh, think no, he yeah, lives he up to his value for this next year. Honest to God. Oh, no, I 100% agree with you. It was, I do think he'll bounce back a bit simply because he's not under John Tortorella anymore, who is just, uh, I can't even, I can't say the comparison I have for him because then we'll get thrown off air. <laughs> but um, we did, I think, make an actual, we had a pretty decent offseason after that, I'd say. Like, the flurry trade I thought was very good. Um, McCabe, the McCabe signing was good, but, yeah, the Seth Jones trade, I mean, that really just kind of overshadows most of that. Yeah, I think when you lock up a defenseman like that on, on a flat cap, because the pandemic is kind of forcing a flat cap at this point mm-hmm. for the next, like, couple years, um, it just doesn't look great. It looks really ugly. And on top of that, like the core, we'll say of the Chicago Blackhawks right now is just it's I want to say it's falling apart, but it, it's beginning to fall apart. Patrick Kane isn't getting any younger for as good as he is. He's just not getting any younger. Jonathan Taze is coming back from that illness that kept him out from all of last season. But I don't know if he's going to be able to return to form. Yeah, you, know, you don't. I he forget is what a it even huge was. Huge question mark. And then you have uh, you have to look at the division that they're playing in. The Central is going to be good again, especially if like teams like Minnesota and St. Louis are like playing as well as they have. Uh, they're going to be a, like it's going to be a tough division to play in. No, no yeah, doubt. I agree with you one hundred percent. We do have one more question. It's uh, from Hoover up <laughs> in the Yukon. Hoover. Hoover. Hey, Griff Dog, what's up, man? <laughs> Hoover, it's been too long. It's been too long. Me and the wife just got back from Manitoba. We're now here in Letterkenny. I was going to ask you a few questions before I jumped off the line here. But Griffin, Griffin, I love to watch you into the junior squad hockey league that I come up and watch you sometimes. Um, but do you ever get cold on the ice? 
I'll hang up now. On the ice, you know, it just depends on the rink that you're playing in. There's a rink up here in Duluth called Freiburger Arena. I swear to God, it's like the coldest place on earth. It's just a, it's an icebox. <laughs> it's just frigid up there. You walk in, you walk into the lobby, and you're like, "Oh my goodness, I'm in a walk-in oh freezer." And then you get onto the ice, and it is a walk-in freezer. There's ice everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hoover, thank you for, thank you for your question. And um, then, okay, just really quick because we got to move on pretty quickly. Uh, where is Jack Eichel going, Griffin? Jack, okay, I got a little bit to say about Jack Eichel. Oh. So make it snappy. No, it's I'm okay. concerned a little bit about Eichel because he his injury right now is looking really, really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, he has an issue with a disc in his neck, I believe it is, and the Buffalo medical staff did an abysmal job with it, just utterly abysmal to the point where the uh, Players Association has been getting involved with Eichel and like the handling of the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm Right now, I think Eichel is damaged goods. And I'm concerned about that because that means Buffalo might not get a return that is like fair value for him if he ends up going somewhere and plays well. Now, if he goes somewhere and plays like garbage and they give up or they get garbage for him, it's whatever. But the fact that there is this huge question mark surrounding him should scare the heck out of Buffalo Sabres fans right now. He has been, he has bucked every trend of top prospects that have come through Buffalo He's been so good for them for so long after watching like Sandine and Casey Middlestat go through there and I'd say underperform the first couple seasons and then having Eichel just like be this consistently good player. But he is a special talent. And if they give him up for nothing and he goes to say Minnesota or New York and just kills it with the likes of Kaprizov or like Artemi Panarin, good luck. Because that is going to, whoever he goes to is going to be a dangerous team. But I'd love to see him in Minnesota or I'd love to see him in New York because that would just be incredibly fun to watch. Fair enough. All right. Well, Griffin, thank you for all that hockey insight. We might put you, I don't know how big of a, uh, we know you're a big hockey fan. How big of a football fan are you? You know, I'm a, I'm a pretty good football fan. I, my football knowledge is is limited in comparison to hockey, but, uh, as the kids say, I know ball. Okay. Well, congratulations. You've been too. He does know puck. He knows puck. He knows ball. You have been selected to do the first select first First segment of of this year of the year for NFL picks. Woo. Woo, Griffin. So yes, we'll go around the horn. We of course, we'll start with Griffin. We're going to go through the games for the week. There's a lot of them because it's week one. We're going to start with the Eagles versus the Falcons. Griffin, who's going to win at home. I like Atlanta. Atlanta. Are we all doing it? Or is it just Griffin? Everyone's oh, doing it. Oh, everyone's doing it. Okay. So Griffin is going with the Falcons. Kenny, who are you picking? I'm taking the Falcons as well. Matt Ryan likes to win early in the season. This is when he's going to do it. Peyton? Taking the Falcons, mostly because I think the Eagles are quite possibly a bottom three team. But I kind of, I, Atlanta's still talented. Uh, I'm going with the Eagles. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts is legit. <laughs> no. Nah, I'm I'm a I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan. He's gonna have a breakout season. Um, sure. He's gonna get started on the road against the Falcons. Next game, Steelers Bills. Griffin, who you got? Steelers and the Bills. I'm running with Bills Mafia. I, you can't beat that atmosphere. I don't I don't think I don't think anyone uh, I don't think any team has a better fan base in the NFL than Buffalo. You're not beating them at home, especially Week One. 
I definitely agree. I also think the Bills are a lot better than the Steelers. I think the Bills' offense is great. The Steelers do have a a top-five defense in football, but that doesn't stop stop the Bills' defense from making Big Ben throw picks. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills as well uh, because they're the second-best team in the AFC. If anyone has a chance to unseat the Chiefs, it's them. Me too. Uh, no, no question there. Next game, Vikings, Bengals. Griffin, who you got? This is the easiest decision of my life. Minnesota Vikings. Oh, of course, steamroll them. Of course, Kenny, who you got? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be different. Give me Minnesota. Okay, Minnesota. Wow, so different. I'm very concerned about Joe Burrow and the entire offense's future. So I'm gonna go with Minnesota. Um, yeah, I was somebody who definitely wanted them to pick Jamar Chase instead of Penny Sewell, and then Jamar Chase just said the other day that the NFL football is harder to see than the college one. So they don't have the stripes. Yeah, they don't have the stripes. That makes me concerned. So I'm also going to pick the Minnesota Vikings and the Kirk Cousins variant to win uh, this game. Next game, 49ers-Lions. Griffin, who are you picking? <sighs> this is a really tough one, honestly. Nah, you lying. I don't know, man. No, he, at home, he might be picking Detroit looks nice. No, I'm taking San Francisco. <laughs> Kenny, who you got? If I chose Detroit here, Peyton would say, "Nah, you, you lie. Give me the 49ers." <laughs> Peyton? Yeah, I'm taking San Francisco. The Lions suck. As am I. The Lions are terrible. Uh, Cardinals, Titans. Next one. Griffin, who you got? I, you know, I think I'm gonna be higher on Tennessee this year than a lot of people are. I really, really like Tennessee. They're kind of they're, I would almost call them my sleeper pick to make a decent run. Okay. I'm gonna go with the Titans to to beat Arizona. All right. Kenny? Um I never thought I'd say this, but yeah, the Titans are gonna win this game. Um if they dare wear those Oilers uniforms, you better watch out <laughs> Kenny Dunstan Stadium. Very you angry. better watch out. I know your address. Okay. Peyton, who are you picking? A lot of people do. Um yeah, I still I need I still need to see more from Kyler Murray. I'm not convinced yet. And even though they lost their OC, I still think it's a good offense. I'm taking Tennessee. I do think Tennessee is very good, don't get me wrong. But I think just to be different here, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I'm actually really intrigued by their defense, um, and I like Kyler a lot. I think um, him and D-Hop will have a good duo this year. Uh, Colts, Seahawks. Griffin, who you got? It's going to be different, going to be weird. I'm taking Indy. I, uh, I think Taylor's going to run all over them. Okay. Kenny? I'm going to take Indianapolis as well. I know our friend Tyler Kading said Indiana, Indianapolis is only going to win five games this year. Yeah, he's wrong. Uh, yeah, I he think they're def- Jacksonville's going to be good. Yeah. yeah that, oh, oh, yeah. Man. Jacksonville's going to be a 500 team. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. 500 team. Yeah. Who are you uh, picking? Oh. Yeah, I'm going with the Seahawks. Uh, Carson Gross! Wentz is absolutely bad, uh, and there's no way around it. Carson Wentz may be bad, but just like I was very happy to hear Griffin, despite being in Minnesota, saying Jonathan Taylor is going to run all over the Seahawks. He's going to run all over the NFL. He will lead the league in rushing. I'm going with the Colts. Like you said, doesn't matter. I know ball. Yeah, no doubt. All right, next. Chargers, the free point. Chargers against the Washington football team. Griffin, who you got? I, I'm excited to watch the Washington football team this year just because I think they're an exciting team. But I'm also excited to watch Justin Herbert because I think he's a special talent. I think he's going to throw for 400 yards this game and beat the Washington football team. Kenny? <sighs> Give me the Chargers. I really, I'm not totally sold on Washington right now. Who did they just put on IR? 
Uh, Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel. And that they don't suck. have a and they don't have a quarterback. I'm not riding with. Whoa, I'm not that riding. is absolutely wrong. No, that's no. Okay, true. Okay, cool. Exactly they had a quarterback for two weeks. For two weeks. That for is two exactly weeks. That's why all I'm picking Washington in this game. Wrong. I love Justin Herbert. I think the future is very bright for the Chargers. Washington has quite possibly the best defense in football, and Ryan Fitzpatrick was very good last year. Yeah, there he was not good for two weeks. Ryan Fitzpatrick was good every game he played, and that is a fact that I think has become lost on most people. He is going to be a very good game manager for Washington this year. They are going to win a lot of games. I'm also picking the football team to win this game. Okay, we got to go rapid fire for the rest of this, so just give me a team real quick. Griffin, Jets, Panthers. Um, Panthers. 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 Jets. P.J. Walker is going to win this game. Peyton's going with the Jets. I am going with the Carolina Panthers. The Jets are terrible. They shouldn't have drafted Zach Wilson. Um, next, Jaguars, Texans. Oh, this is terrible. Terrible game. Griffin, who are you picking? Jacksonville. I don't want to watch that. Houston. Kenny. Kenny's picking the Texans, and he's going to watch that awful, awful game. Peyton, who you got? I'm going with uh, Jacksonville. I'm also I... picking Jacksonville. I will not be watching this game. Can I change my pick to a tie? <laughs> yes, you can. You actually can pick Remember a tie. Remember when I called a tie. tie? Yes, Kenny did call a tie. I called a tie. A tie. Same, the right was... state, wrong team. Yeah, right. I'm going to tie 0-0. Zero, zero. Browns, <laughs> Browns, Chiefs. Griffin, who got? This will be a good game. I got the Cleveland Browns. Ooh, okay. I got the Kenny. Browns as well. Okay, Cleveland. Chiefs the, the Chiefs hell? have to Thanks win. Thanks for the yeah, points. I, the I'm Chiefs have to, have to lose the game. Me they have to lose. They don't have to lose this early. Me and Peyton are easily going to KC. Okay, Dolphins, Patriots. Griffin. Miami Dolphins. Kenny. New England. Thanks. Mac Jones. Oh, actually, this oh is gosh. interesting. Uh, I'm going to go with M- Miami. Yeah, MIA. Uh, that, Ing- that's going to be a good game. I, I can't believe they benched Cam Newton. It's ridiculous. Packers they Saints. They released him. Yeah, released him. Packers Saints, Griffin. Packers. Go Pack Go for Griffin. Go Pack Go. Packers uh, defensive backs will have three interceptions this game. Kenny's go Pecco. Jameis absolutely balls out in his debut. Because he got LASIK surgery. Shut up. That's uh, a real thing. <laughs> I'm also going to pick go Pecco. It's at Green Bay. That atmosphere is hard to play at. Uh, Broncos, Giants. Uh, Broncos without Drew Locke. Griffin, who you got? I got the number one team in football, the Denver Broncos. Oh, I forget he likes the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the Broncos as well. Peyton? Going to go with, I'll take. The Giants here. I'm also going to pick the Giants. Saquon, while he's healthy, is going to run all over the Broncos. Um, Ravens, Raiders. Griffin. That's going to be an interesting game. I got. I'll take Baltimore. Kenny. Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders here. Don't sleep on the early season Raiders. I'm going to take the Raiders. Peyton and Kenny are rad. I'm abbreviating them rad instead of LAR. Because I think that's do. the Rams anyway. Yeah, that's the Rams. Um, I'm picking the I'm picking it's the Baltimore LBR. Ravens. I think even though they got the injuries, they'll still win this game. And last but not least, Sunday Night Football: Bears versus Rams. Yeah, all right. Griffin, or Griffin, who got? This one needs to be said. It's the LA Rams. Yeah, Kenny, Rams. I'm gonna be a little weird here. No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not letting I'm not you be weird. This game, I'm picking the Rams. You are going to watch the game. You're going to watch it. You're going to watch Aaron Donald get sacked 14 times. I'm going to hold you down on our couch and make you watch it. You will try. Um, That's going to do it for us. Griffin, thank you so much again for joining us for the third time. We'll have to have you on again soon. I'm sure there will be a fourth. No doubt. And uh, we hope everyone enjoyed. We'll obviously recap the picks, and I'll have another scoreline for this season. But that's going to do it up for us here at the Unwritten Rule. We hope you guys 
did enjoy and have a fun and safe weekend, everybody. Take care.